Hey listeners, just a heads up from your favorite mom, Mom and Dad are Stoned is not a show for little ears, so please put the kids elsewhere. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, a rapper coming in, and you were a rapper, you'd be like, what the fuck is this? Which rapper am I? You're, um, you're Suge Knight. Oh, no. Well, I wouldn't, I'd have him killed, probably, <laughs> right? No, you'd just dangle him by his feet. Listen, you Canadian <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> What's up, podcast listeners? You are listening to Mom and Dad are Stoned, a podcast about responsible cannabis use. I'm the Stoner Mom from thestonermom.com and the Stoner Mom Show, and I'm here with David as always. Yep. He is our cannabis growing person, and uh, he's also my husband. I am your husband. And we are parents to four and residents of Colorado and legal users of marijuana. Oh, yeah, it's marijuana. Marijuana. <laughs> it is, and we are. And I, I appreciate The devil's that. lettuce. I mean, when you said that to me that first time. <laughs> that delighted you. It did, and I kind of was like, that's spooky, kind of. Like, is it a salad that he eats made out of cannabis? Is it? Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. I just think of it as like a take on wacky weed. Yeah. I envision that uh, evil person from uh, Powerpuff, Powerpuff Girls, Girls eating oh a God. salad. His name is him. Well, he's not a him. That's for sure. I don't know what he is. But Anyway, what are you smoking on there tonight? This is. Um, Let me look at it. It's fluffy. I think this was. You don't know. Well, is it Great Northern? Um, I think it might be. I think it is. That's what you. But the rest I have down here is is headband. I put because I purposefully put headband in that awesome lock jar jar because I want it downstairs because it's my yeah my day weed. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, this jar is so badass. It's from CoolJars.com, and it has um, a lock with a key on the bottom of it, so you can't, you just can't open the jar. That thing cool. is super cool. It's actually like, um, if you do like real research, it is the only jar that is 100% like certified child proof. Yeah, like it's, it's good. Yeah, it's a, it's, it is cool. It's I love it. Gosh, man, I forgot about them until you just mentioned them. Yeah. They're super cool. And their jars are really cool. Yeah, I mean, they're be- they're really well designed. Yeah, I think so. So, yeah, today is our final episode from our second season. And we like the concept of Mom and Daughter Stone, so we're definitely going to stay with it. Yep. Um, and we will be back for a third season. Mm-hmm. Today we are answering our frequently asked questions, which are numerous. How long of a break are we going to take after this season? We are not taking a long break at all. Good. We will be back June 22nd. With a brand new action path episode. It'll be a special on location. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys better wait. Just hold yeah. your horses. Listen June. to those old Growcast ones. Yeah, and, why not? Go back in time and, and laugh. See how, and see how bad they are. <laughs> <laughs> There's one where like I was just like, 
I don't want to sit here and listen to this. It's so boring, and I'm fucking done. Goodbye. And you left the room. And he did the whole thing on his own. I did the whole thing on my own. And then you were like, nobody likes this one, and it's boring. Yeah, because I had to stop it and go, come back downstairs and say goodbye like you were here the whole time. No. <laughs> Terrible. But anyway, whatever. I was dedicated. And I think that were, there's some good info back there. But here's the even more ironic part. What? I don't know if you can go back in time and listen to those. Do. Why? Because they're no longer on iTunes. But you can listen to them on our website. On stonermom.com. So to go back in time. Go to the stonermom.com. Yep. Listen to those Growcasters. Look at Growcast. So, Blavid. Yes, baby. You know, in my capacity as the stoner mom, mm-hmm. I get a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. And I get a lot of the same questions. You do? I do. Or like a variety of the same questions. Like are they the like, questions. are they like coming in in a frequent way? No, it's just over, what do you mean a frequent way? Are they, like are people frequently asking questions? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they are. Okay. <laughs> anyway. So, that's what it's all about. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's all. What? What is about? That's what this episode is about. Frequently, Frequently asked questions. Yep. Okay, so sorry guys, I'm packing in, a bowl here. In your frequently asked questions series yes, here, classic questions. All right, I'm, classic. I'm serious. It's always like, would you ever smoke pot with your kids? And I'm always like, hell no. But then I think in my brain, wait, mm. kids are not kids indefinitely. That's right. Kids become adults, yeah, but they're yeah. still my kids. Yes. So maybe that's what those people are asking. Is that one of the questions? No, it's not. Let's go to the first question then. <laughs> to start there. Okay. So do you want me to read it or do you want to read it? You read it. Okay. It's question number one. Weed makes me feel less productive. What can I do? Okay, these are my ideas. Okay. You feel free to chime in. Okay. Do you want me to chime in? Of course. Okay. Um, I think some ideas are try different strains, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you should impose a rule where you only smoke pot in the morning or whatever the beginning of your day is, basically. Um, schedule time to use it on the weekend and to try for in the morning. Do a wake and bake. And I also suggest before you get stoned, you should definitely have a list of, um, well, you can do three most important things that you have to do that day, or you could start by just doing one important thing, the most important thing. Um, I used to have issues when I would smoke pot in the afternoon. And um, I wouldn't do it for a while, but now I'm fine. Okay. What would happen when you used to? I would be not productive. Mm. That's the time, the afternoon, I'm like naturally like lazy. I'm ready to take a super nap. And so smoking pot. Not on mm, your list of to-dos. Don't smoke pot when you're like, whenever your body clock is like in, okay, it's relaxed mode. Like. You don't smoke pot then to be productive. Right. You smoke pot then to relax, you know, and maybe 
be productive um, creatively. Like, you can still, like, write and work on your computer and stuff like that. But um, anyway, as for, like, getting things done, like, physically with your body, I would just, like... Oh, man, yeah. Definitely shoot for those hours that you know... Um, are your most productive. Can I make a suggestion too? Set yourself too? up for failure. What? All right. I'm going to give like a scenario here. What if like, let's say I'm going to mow the lawn, but I'm not super ultra jazzed about mowing the lawn. And let's say I just got off work. Okay. I think what I would do is I'd get ready to mow the lawn and then I would smoke a bowl. I would like get high and then boom, Perfect. immediately dive into it. Because then. What if beyond that, you got ready and dressed, and you also like got like your entertainment and ready, like in your headphones. Okay, yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? Oh, absolutely. Then you go smoke your bowl, and you're like listening to something. You could be listening to a book. So you could be like, man, I mowed the lawn, and I'm now reading Game of Thrones, basically. Yeah. But I'm really not reading anything. But right. I am. Yeah, you're learning. You're consuming you're it. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not wrong with that. Anyway, you got to plan to be productive. Yeah. Pot's not going to do it. I mean, it's not magical ne- in that neither way. Neither <laughs> is coffee. Yeah. Um, I'm at the point where coffee makes me like tired, ready to take a nap. Me too. <laughs> That's a sure sign of addiction. Um, One last thing on this question is it could be a tolerance thing. um, And, you know, you might need to still be building it up, basically. Yeah. So you are kind of owning the cannabis over the cannabis owning you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So maybe pick some prime time so we can get just a little high during the week to try to cram some more Ooh, I like that tolerance building up you know what i mean but just if the, that's the problem yeah if the problem is the reverse that you're smoking too much pot um yeah you know it's always something Back else off. It, it really is it's i mean the pot or whatever the substance is it's our crutch yeah. okay but it's always about something else yeah there's a reason you're not productive and there's sometimes it's as simple as it's just not the right time and you haven't built a good habit, yeah. you know, but other times it's something else. So anyway, let's move on. Okay. Next question. How do you parent stoned? This is like completely about tolerance. Yeah. Um, like <laughs> as a medical user, like I'm not stoned, you know, right. like it's very rare that I'm, what about on the weekends when we do this podcast and there's no children here? Yeah. Are you getting stoned recreationally? Oh, yeah. So then that's when you're smoking like masses of massive amounts of, yes. of pot, right? You mean on Fridays? Yeah. Yes. I right. Early. Yes, exactly. Like it's just like. <laughs> yes. Okay. Let me explain. <clears throat> let me explain my, my schedule. Yeah. There you go. So during the week, I have my kids. I'm a, you know, divorced woman. Stay, well, you're a remarried woman, too. But I'm also a stay-at-home mom. Right. Anyway, I have them during their school weeks, and I uh, use marijuana specifically to not be depressed, to not be anxious, and to be as productive as I can be in my hours that I have alone, which are eight hours a school day. Right. 
that's going to change starting tomorrow. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> so I'm going to have to share my new summer schedule. Oh my God, this, so... The schedule of desperation. <sighs> the secret stoner mom schedule. I mean, it's a trade-off. Where you live in it's the toilet tra- room. It's a trade-off. <laughs> so, yeah. So in that capacity, I smoke, like, in the morning after my kids are already off at school. Um, I work, work, work at home. Then I feel nice and lazy. Um, I get my kids from school. I'm not stoned anymore. I talk to whoever I need to talk to. I run errands if I need to. And then um, around the time, so then we're home like for the night. And so when I start cooking dinner is when I will do my second like session of the day, basically. Right. And it's always like a much, much shorter and less satisfying session because there's kids in the house and so i'm being like super secretive about it mm-hmm. but it's really easy because the kids are Away. in their rooms yeah basically. constantly um so anyway that's how i um am with kids when i'm like parenting that's, that's so, your schedule with that being said so i have been a cannabis user for a while now and i've just built up this massive tolerance i've always been this type of person um with drugs <laughs> like i'm serious like you can give me a lot of things it's very true it really really is it's very like true. i could eat Except all the mushrooms yeah. and stare at you like what it's is true. supposed to happen yeah it's true <sighs> it's disappointing it is. Or, like, I'll be drunk for six minutes. Well, that's true, too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, all of like a sudden, it's... it's like, whoa, she's drunk. And then it's like... Okay, now I'm not drunk anymore. I'm not drunk anymore. <laughs> well, at least 30 minutes has to go by, I would say. Um, um, so, anyway, my point is, I am not really stoned ever around the kids that I'm responsible for. You're not. I mean, like, yeah. So there might be stuff in my system. I'm not stoned. Like, you cannot tell me that I'm stoned. It's true. It, it really is true. Um, it takes a little bit of time to get that to that point. So um, it's not going to happen right away when you first discover your love for marijuana. So. Boom. Boom. So have patience. Yeah. Um, in the beginning... I was very, like, I knew I could not parent stoned, so I wouldn't parent stoned. Yeah, like me. I would not parent stoned. Exactly. Like, there's, you know, it was like when I first, like, you I would never even dream of operating a car. Like, just (laughs) being in a car would freak me out. Like, when I first started smoking pot, one bong hit would make me, like, incapacitated where I couldn't even walk. So, hell no, I would never do that during the day. It was always, like, at my BFF's house when I'm, like, totally not responsible. And I would stay there, like, in the evening until I wasn't high anymore. And which would oftentimes be way too long. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, if you're still at that point, then please don't be surprised that, you know, you can't parent stoned. You're just not there yet. Yeah. What are the basics you need to start smoking pot? So does this question mean like what are literally, what's the equipment you need? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you I You need think, to find the pot. Yeah, you gotta got, get, can I, you know, the funny thing about this question I was thinking about and saying this, and now I'm going to say it. 
not so long ago, before Colorado was like a legal state, when you would buy marijuana from your friend or mm-hmm. whatever who yeah. magically obtained it, <laughs> it wasn't like, what strain is it? Oh, it was my like, God, no. here's some weed. Honey, I know. And you had no idea what you're smoking. And now that I know that and looking back, I'm like, holy cow. I mean, like, that I'm was sure, like Russian roulette back then, right? I'm sure like 50% of our audience is like, is like that right living now. that yeah. way now. And it's very unfortunate. Yeah. Um, it really is an eye opener. <laughs> yeah. You? Like, one of my patrons yeah. is in a state like that. And that blows i can't even imagine like i can't either what the, like we talked about that today like oh my god i mean like it's like what you can't smoke marijuana in your state you know yeah. it's sad you do yeah Ugh. anyway um so this question is always like you know people some people start using pot Topics. in their adulthood okay yeah and they feel dumb yeah like what do we do they don't know what to do and that's what this question is this right. is the question you get you got to find a way to get the cannabis so it's either your friend or, or it's a legal place and you've got your card or it's you're a at legal a place, place and you're at a rec place right. um and i would buy the least amount of pot that you can if you're in that situation i would buy like what is it yeah for sure a quarter no it's not it's a gram remember oh my god that's right <laughs> all right so get yourself a gram because of the endless gram things i just recently got lord okay um, so yeah you get that what uh, else do you need you need something to smoke it out of yeah so you can do either just if you want to do like a paper thing because maybe yeah. you have some experience with that, you can mm-hmm. try that. But they probably make, even if you're like in a non-legal state, you can probably go into a tobacco store and get mm-hmm. cones, you know, or the rolling papers that are oh yeah, the pre-rolled stuff. For sure. Um, like those smoke shops. Yep. Um, where you would buy like cigarettes. Yeah. And or you could get a pipe. Or, yeah, you can... Also, order stuff online, you guys. Okay. Discreetly. Listen to me right now, grown-ups, in your cars. I'm not kidding. Okay. Listen up. Go on Amazon where you buy your diapers and your deodorant or whatever. No, nobody buys deodorant from Amazon. Whatever. You bought your hammock there. You bought a hammock. <laughs> yeah, you bought a hammock. And then look up raw cones. R A W. Rolling paper done. or Order cones. It. Buy it. It comes to your house. If you have Prime, <laughs> it gets there <laughs> with no shipping costs. <laughs> like, I know, you guys. It's... it's So, boom. That it's part a is, weird time. So, if you're like, oh, God, I feel a little anxious about going to a head shop. I don't want to go to a head shop. I, you don't have to. You absolutely don't have to. Like, I First of all, I send my husband or I go with him. Like, if yeah. we're going to go someplace and like, because I want to get like a bong, you know. It's fun to go bong it, shopping. It is. But like, you know, I'm a 33-year-old woman. I don't want to go into the place where there's like posters of big tittied. Ladies Marijuana leaves over their nipples. All yes, it's so. Did I beat oh you too? Barf. Um. So it is yeah. kind of a fun date it's to hilarious. do with your spouse. Yeah. I'm not kidding. It's like, fun. go in and feel stupid together. Yeah. It's fun, <laughs> but you can order a, if you're like a hardcore committed type. Get a bong online. So just go um to a head shop online. Go to dankgeek.com yes. or 420science.com. Yeah. 
both have a lot of options. Um, and yeah. Get it, get it. Cause you know what? Can I, can I tell a little, can I have a little dumb story right now? Yes. That'll take very quick, no amount of time. Absolutely. So when I was like, uh, years ago in my twenties, I decided I'm going to smoke pot like all the time. I was like, I'm going to like incorporate it into my life. So I decided <laughs> I I'm going to buy a bong. Like I went out and I bought a zong. I spent a lot of money on a freaking And you treated it bong. like your cello or oh your trumpet. Oh my God. I like would <laughs> keep it in the package with bubble wrap. And then when I wanted to use it, I would take it out and unwrap it and oh clean it and use it. And then when I was done, I would put it, wash everything and put it back in the box with the bubble wrap. But yeah. um, but that thing was like, the reason I got it was because I was like, well, I'm going to filter water and I'm going to like, you know, I'm not going to inhale like, I just was worried about like it being healthy, I guess. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I mean, like, I guess what I'm saying is if you're going to commit to it, you're going to do it, get something good. Oh, well, you know? but right now you don't know if you're going to commit to it. So I think one of the easiest things to do is just to get like a small glass pipe mm-hmm. online and it'll come to you quickly. And there you go. Done. And then smoke you can watch way. my tutorial on YouTube. Um, it's just the stoner mom is my channel yeah and yeah so that's all you need you need some fire um get your next step i guess would be like a more um i guess detailed glass piece yeah and yeah um after that you there's a whole huge enormous universe to explore yeah but you're just trying you're just trying it if you do like it a lot or you've discovered you know that this is really helping like for health issues you can invest in a really good vaporizer um so you're not smoking anything but definitely definitely do some experimenting a lot of experimenting probably by smoking it because it's like the fastest easiest way to figure out like is this yeah. for me you don't know? start dabbing immediately or oh my anything like god that. <laughs> no that's for advanced a users. lot of newbies are, like start with edibles and Which, I, I mean i guess i can kind of see that you know i just see that as a it's a horrible recipe for disaster yeah. if you're not like I think that's the kind of thing that'll be like, I'm going to try this. Oh, I'm never doing this again. Yes. You know, so, but if you smoke it, you won't, that's not going to happen. Yeah. If you smoke it, you get high right away. And then you stop. And then you'll stop being high. (laughs) Yeah. And then you can think about it the whole next day. Like what? That was neat. Or wow. Okay. Do I want to do that again? I'm going to do it right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a stoner. (laughs) Next question. Yes. Can you breastfeed and still use cannabis? I say yes. Okay. I can't answer this question. I'm out on this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, THC is stored in fat cells. Uh, breast milk is very high in fat. There is cannabinoids that are going to hang out in your breast milk. Um, your baby's urine can test positive for THC. Most people aren't having their baby's urine tested for THC. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the amounts of THC are like minuscule. The effects, like the known proven effects on the child up to a year after its birth are none. Like those are the medical known effects. There's like no developmental difference. Like there's like nothing. 
Okay, so if it's down to either mom has postpartum depression and, you know, wants to kill herself right. or I'm not going to breastfeed my baby so I can use cannabis, I don't think it's worth it because the downsides are like so minuscule to the child, you know, whereas the downsides to not medicating yourself if you need to are like huge. Yeah. I mean, it affects the entire family. Yeah. Um, and it's not healthy to not treat yourself. So if you are absolutely bottom line, no way is my baby consuming any sort of THC. You express your milk after you use your cannabis. Every breastfeeding mother should have frozen breast milk in her freezer. It's just breastfeeding 101. If you get sick or whatever, you have an option. If dad wants to feed, there's an option. If you got stoned, and your baby is hungry, well, first of all, you didn't plan it right. But if it happens, because my baby is like eight every hour and a half, um, you would have milk that's clean in your freezer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's absolutely no reason, in my opinion, that a modern breastfeeding woman with access to like a normal breast pump uh, should not uh, smoke pot. There you go. Done. Boom. The, and there's no, absolutely zero reason to deny the baby of your breast milk. None. Boom. Okay. That's pretty major. Okay. Uh, next question. Yes. How do you tell the difference between an indica, sativa, and hybrid just by looking at the bud? I say that you can't really i'm gonna second you, that you sure can by looking at the plant except for hybrids what are hybrids are they like halfway in it between oh my god it depends are they sativa dominant or are they Jesus. you know indica dominant who knows but you can still kind of tell by the bushiness i would say right and the leaves are different also the more bushy the more indica right so just by looking at the bud I think it's probably really hard, but indicas are most likely going to be those smaller, like dense, dense nuggets, I would say. I, I maybe so. Where yeah. sativas can be like those. Yeah. So a sativa bud might be looser and more open. It might be looser and more open. It might be. Okay. Yeah. And an indica might be really compact and tight. And um, long and narrow. Yep. And, and yeah. And I'm thinking of like pictures now that I've taken because I can think of hybrids mm -hmm. now. And I've seen like tangerine kush I've had where it was very like small and compact and like hmm. dense. And that's a pretty cushy, like anything cushy is like a, with cushion, you know, mm -hmm. the name. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, moving on. Okay, next question. Yes. How can you determine the quality of the weed you are trying? Man, I mean, like, I would say there's two things. Smell. There's three things. <laughs> Smell. Okay. The dankness, I guess. Well, the, I think dankness refers to a particular type of smell, does doesn't it? it? I don't know, then. I don't know. I always think of dank as, like, the skunk smell or the, the diesel smell, okay. like the fuel smell. Oh, okay. Or the manure smell. 
Okay. Like that's danky weed. Yeah. Like okay. That but makes like sense. when you smoke like cherry, not cherry diesel, because I guess that has some diesel in it, but like blueberry or whatever, or Granddaddy Purple, like you're not getting this skunk of flavor I aroma so. in the house. You know, it's like yeah. fruity. I guess you're right. You know what I mean? All right. Well, that's that. But you're right. Like if it's pa- let me say this: if okay. it's a powerful smell, yes. like if you can smell it, like you are near it and you smell it i think that's pretty good weed yeah if you can't if it doesn't have a smell like it's a jamming up your nose to smell. that's not right okay it should smell pungent i got actually four things i'm gonna say that was number one number two would be the 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 pistols Mm -hmm. the red hairs yeah the higher amount of those like when they're cured up and dried yeah i think you're gonna have some potent powerful weed absolutely if it's really dry weed, I mean, you can still make out like those red little hairs, yeah. and that's a sign of of good weed. Yep, of of a particular type of like strain, and mostly you'll see those in sativas too. But you'll. But it's s- not about the strain; it's about their type of the right. time of development, right? Yeah, like the longer you let it go, the yeah. more powerful. Um, the gotcha. next, the next thing. Okay. Yes. The crystals or the mm-hmm. resin on it like if you're looking at a nugget of weed and it's glowing and like her light is bouncing off of it yeah you sparkling s- like diamonds that means Shine high like resin production high thc that content that's gonna get you stoned you're gonna get messed up like in a good way now or or maybe not i don't maybe know maybe not but that's that's good good weed right there last thing if it's crumbly and falls apart in your hands, it is garbage. I mean, like, if you grab it and it disintegrates when you pick it up. Yeah, for sure. It doesn't, it's not held together by anything. The plant is not fully formed. You're really grabbing a bunch of leaves that just blew apart in your hand. That's shake that you, you got in your hand right there. Gotcha. Not good. Not going to get you stones. So I think that's it. What about, what do you think, Stoner Mom? Yeah, I just think you should, yeah, accentuate the like the looser it is, but, yeah, the whole amount of weed. Yeah, the looser that is, as opposed to having um, a lot of nuggets, even if they're small nuggets. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that loose stuff is like not, not right. Good. That's like shake. That's like little leaves yep. and so stuff. And it can, less, more leaves, less. It can kind of pass as like ground up. You can Good make weed. you can make stuff into it. You and it and it can absolutely get like yeah. a brand new person who's in a non legal Ma- state yeah. high. Okay, for sure. So, but yeah, definitely that's how you would tell the difference. And then one last thing, I'm sorry, I'm gonna add. Go. The thing I notice when we buy dispensary weed from yes. a very high quality dispensary, you'll also it'll be like like you said, it's dense, thick. And it feels like it's been freeze dried. Like you can, when you pull it apart, it like snaps, snaps. apart, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like you got a big giant, like, piece of styrofoam in your hand or something, you know? It's like, I just love that. I want, that's my goal is to make that. Okay. I think we demolished that question. So, next question How do you make the most of your high? Do you suggest any activities like reading, yoga, cooking, etc.? What a wonderful question. I think it's a good one. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think it completely depends on how, like, what have you figured out about how weed makes you feel? Yeah. Like, does it make you feel productive or does it make you feel whatever? Lazy. (laughs) Um, and then, 
um, you can totally narrow it down. But basically everything in the world is just more pleasant and more like, like you're more present for it, right? So I yeah. said pleasant, you're more present. Um, it adds like mindfulness to a lot of your stuff. Yeah, and you do see like subtleties and you see things in a different, you just see things that you wouldn't have seen before in any uh, trade, yeah. okay? So, yeah. yeah, so I mean, you can take a, a writer, shower high yeah. okay. and yeah. like freaking, that's it. like, it's an amazing shower mm -hmm. and like, you, you like got it perfect and you like i'm not kidding like you stretched and you you oh, know what i mean yeah you exfoliated and rubbed off half your face <laughs> well don't rub off half your face and you that's you're not gonna rub off half your face but you okay you shaved every part of your body right. and you're like this hairless goddess yeah of that's gross of beauty actually Okay, let's not, I'll just cut all that out. But you know what? I guess it really depends on like what you, what are your hobbies? What do you like to do? What are your activities that you're into? Yeah. Do that. Do that. Try that. Yeah. Um. In the beginning, like BFF and I would want to like do everything stoned. Yeah. You know what like I mean? It was like a magic power. You just like had. we would want to go to the movie stoned. We'd yeah. want to go like just let's go shopping stoned. Like, like anything you would do. Let's try it stoned. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It like when, makes it way more fun. When you're at the point where like, yeah, weed never really makes you feel bad. Just try everything. I think it's really like whatever. Is oh, what? This question does say specifically reading. Reading does not work well stoned. Not for me. It. it I can't read. It's like yeah. you can't get past certain words. <laughs> you like start thinking a little too much about the word or even the letter or, or the you typography. Might, you, or you, typography. Might, you might go on an auto read path and then your brain isn't yeah. comprehending Yeah, and then anything. you're like, oh my God, that was like What did I just read for three pages? pages? Yeah, you don't yeah. know what you were reading. Yeah, it's just something about reading. Oh, and cooking? Stay away. From, I wouldn't cook. Well, you, if you're a really Unless good you're cook, advanced user. go ahead. Yeah. If you're a great cook, go ahead. If you're a shitty cook, no. <laughs> yeah. If there's fire involved and you Bad have to idea. be alert and you're doing multiple things at once, I, uh, unless you're an advanced user, I wouldn't do. I'm myself, Don't I could you grill. grill? Of course. But that isn't like I can turn it off instantly. You gotcha. know what I mean? It's not like I have this going and four other you things. You wouldn't watch um, a troop of Boy Scouts camping with a fire. <sighs> Lord, no. And they're like excited about the fire and they want to make s'mores. <laughs> yeah, man, let's make s'mores. Ah! <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I think I think we got that one okay. answered. Okay, the next one. Okay, this is a major one. And you know, what meds are you on? Serious. <laughs> <laughs> they want to know. This yeah. Are you gonna um, tell people? Oh yeah, for tell sure. Them, tell them up. I'm on um Zoloft. Yeah. How many milligrams? Oh man, I don't know. I, I don't know. I I had to up <laughs> it once because I'm a I'm a little on the crazy side. A lot of people have had just not good experiences with Zoloft. I've had a fine, like really positive experience with it, um, but it's been several years, and long term, I don't want to be on anything. 
Yeah, like, I think you. Can I just get want there. that to be known. Like I don't have anything negative to say about how it's affected me, but I've just read so much from people about how difficult it is to go off of it. And I don't want to be on it for my whole life. So I'm not really looking forward to that. Um, But fortunately I've got cannabis and I assume like as my life gets more and more, you know, eventually I'm going to be an empty nester. Yeah. I think by the time like a few, several years pass and you're ready, there'll be a, advances in this and you'll be able like the all the um cannabinoids will be like fully discovered and you'll be able to be like oh i'm just gonna do this yeah i really believe that honey i mean like i'm i i I, we've tried before to like wean you off of this and just do this which was not wise (laughs) like we didn't even read we didn't even ask so yeah i went it, you couldn't do it. It was a, just a couple days, and it was like, I mean, done. every go back. stinking time you pick up your pills, it's like, do not go off this without blah, 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 or else you will want to kill yourself. Oh, yeah. I mean, it says it right there. And mm. I was just like, whatever, I've got weed now. Um, <laughs> not necessarily true. We would cut the pills in half, remember? We started, like, pulling back on your dosage. And then I went nuts. And then you were just like, ah, because we like <laughs> one pill in half for a, a week almost. And it was just like, it was just a quarter less of whatever you were taking. And it was like, no, up and up quick, you know, like, so that was like the first tear down. Just was sticking that- your toe in the pool and you yeah. couldn't do that. So, I mean, like, but back then we had none of this information either. We didn't know like what's strains worked for you what you know what i mean yeah like what cbd was we've heard that word but we didn't know what it meant i mean exactly so um okay i'm also on wellbutrin and um i've been on that for a long time too yeah um i yeah just the combination has worked for me um mostly but unfortunately it didn't really work enough yeah um because i would still get so anxiety like anxiety has like completely gone away Uh, like honest to god um yeah i think it's everything from my prescription drugs to my cannabis to my husband to my life right now like it's all sorts of things um but when i was just using my Zeloft and Malbutrin, I would still get super, super depressed. So it's like the daily depression, the daily anxiety, I didn't get, but I would instead get very, very deep, like sad, uh, depressive. Like randomly. Episodes. Not even randomly. Like they would definitely work in tandem with my hormones, like with my cycle. But then like, I mean, it could be randomly, too. I've had a lot of trauma in my life. Yeah. And, like, yeah, it just. But there you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next question. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, people, I honestly, I get that question a lot um, because people are going on, you know, prescription pills and like, they're not sure how they're supposed to feel or whatever. And I guess I take it for granted that it makes me feel great. Yeah. (laughs) And that it's been a long time, you know, but yeah, that's why I'm more than happy to answer that. Yeah. 
I um, think it works for sure. Yeah. I mean, so I definitely see a difference. That's what I'm on. You don't take and it's it. not enough if I don't yeah. add cannabis to it. If I don't have cannabis, I will still get freaking depressed out of my mind. It's true. When I use cannabis, it does not happen. Yeah. It doesn't happen. No, I know, baby. I've seen all it right, all right. not happen. Okay. <laughs> he's seen it like stop happening. Like he's seen me like already in the depths of despair. Yeah. And, and then, but I haven't seen that for a long time. Long time. No, now. but I mean, like, I did it kind of semi-recently. I know I've right, done but, it in 2016. But before that, I don't know when that. Remember, because I yeah, even asked you, I like, really when was the last time. time you did that, you know? Yeah. I mean, not that it's, like, bad. I'm just saying you haven't really had that. Well, I certainly don't enjoy it. Well, it's bad for, for me. Of course. But if you know you're what? alone and you're in charge of kids, it sucks. Yeah. And so what happens to me, guys, I mean, everybody, I didn't mean I meant guys by everybody. Anyway, what happens to me is like because I'm with them all day, like I won't, you know, smoke pot or whatever. And like maybe there will be a trigger or something. And like I won't allow myself to medicate because it, it's like completely subconscious, like the, that guilt or whatever. Like, no, don't do it now. You can do it later or whatever. And the truth is that's not good. No. It's really not. And so, like, the most recent time I remember, like, I was so sad. I was laying on the couch. I was texting David. He decided to come home, of course. And um, by the time, so when he got home, we were I was able to go upstairs. And he, like, watched me take, like, two bong hits. And then, like, instantly, like, it's like relief. Yeah. And then it was like, like I'm better. Yeah. And thank goodness. Because it's like all that irrational thinking that nobody loves you and that you're never going to be good enough and like all of that stuff. Gone. So silly. But you know what? You can't see it when you're in it. How do you contain the smell in your house? Um, we have a big house. Yeah. We have an airy house. Yeah. We have a dog that needs to go in <laughs> and out every five seconds. So oh, there's always man. a door. There's like being, a filter. There's like a, a constant fan, yeah. basically. That shepherds air outside. <laughs> Let me in, let me in, let me in, let me in. I don't want to go back out. Um, He's out there right now. What? He's sleeping outside. Oh, my God. He, oh God. He, he loves sleeping outside. I think, but he hates the days. I'll set my alarm and wake him up in the middle of the night. See, he's this, like, St. Bernard beast husky, husky thing. With small ears. That's overweight. <laughs> so he's, like, hot all the time. Okay, yeah. anyway, um... Where? What? Smell in your house. Um, he goes in and out. Okay. Sh- yes. So there's that. So what I'm saying is our house is like kind of airy. Yeah. Okay. We also run ceiling fans. We have air purifiers. We have just like basic fans. Like I have a fan under my makeup yeah. table that I've busted. I traded the Volnado. Volnado. Vornado. The Vornado, mm-hmm. which is my space heater fan that I use um, for my summertime fan oh i use that so there's never what's your summertime fan it's a it used to be in your grow room and then i clean the crap the black one Uh uh-huh the metal black one i like no it's not metal not that one oh i thought it was no is it black yeah okay plastic oh i didn't know it was plastic yeah okay well anyway but besides that you also just hey oh blow the smoke outside yeah i do that a lot um during the day when i'm alone I smoke inside and that's often when I'm filming. And so people think, I think that I'm like constantly 
blowing smoke around in the house. <laughs> but I'm not. That's just like when there's no kids in the house and they're mm. not going to be there for several hours. When there are kids in the house or they're going to be here in like the next several three hours, I like blow it outside and it's very easy because I have a dog our house does not that goes in and out right. and in and out. And, and when so I get he home, goes out and I blow it out. When I get home at the end of the day and I'm not used to smelling marijuana smoke all day, I don't smell anything when I come in the house. So today I wanted to say this because I was like, holy crap, whoa. So yeah, that always happens to me too. Like I leave and I come back and I'm like, our house does not smell. What the no. hell? And anyway, it doesn't. Um, I also recently was given a sploofy. Yeah. And this thing works. It does. I, it does. Nice. Remember when I blow, blow nothing, blew it at you? Nothing came out. Yeah. No, I could see. That you could see. So it's like this handheld thing. Just go to sploofy.com. Well, we'll put it in the, you know. Notes. Notes. Um, and yeah, it's inexpensive and you basically exhale into it. As Damn opposed it. to blowing out the window or the door, which is what I do. And um, it filters like super hardcore, the smelly stuff, I guess. Yeah. So the stuff that's coming out the other end um, Nothing. doesn't smell. smell. It's pretty cool. It works. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Next question. All right. Next question. How do you explain your medicating to your kids? <laughs> It is very easy. Let's hear it. And I feel like everybody is really overthinking this. Lay it on us. Okay. <coughs> you know when you have a baby and the collective whatever voice of humanity tells you to baby-proof your dumb house yeah. and to buy little plastic covers and shove them in your electrical things yeah. and to like... Lock all of your cabinets so that a baby can't, God forbid, pick up a bottle of bleach and open it and then drink it because, you know, the baby is often on its own. Right. Well, the baby's going to have to get past that childproof bleach lock first on the cabin on top. So So, all of that stuff is just natural and we do it either way. I mean, we do it even though it seems a little like dumb. Yeah. Um. A household with kids we keep our medicine up and away and we teach our kids you don't go under the sink and start drinking things um it's really just common sense cannabis is the same stuff yeah you just start young i mean exactly the same i would just kind of keep it with you know <clears throat> other stuff like that i guess like aspirin yeah Stuff like that. Like, you don't want them... If you're medicating, absolutely. What is the... I mean, I don't understand what is so challenging about telling a child that this stuff is medicine. It's medicine for grown-ups and that they cannot touch it or ingest it in any way. Like, what is so difficult about that? Like, everybody is, like, way overthinking it. So if you are actually using it in front of your kids, then you need then you better be having a full on, very detailed conversation with them about exactly what you're doing and why. Um, but if it's just more like you try to do it away from them, then all you really need to explain is the actual substance in the household yeah. and general safety. There you go. That's it. That's it. Okay, this next yeah. question is um, specifically someone in a wheelchair who 
um, is looking for something with more of a body high and not so much of a head high at all because they need to be um, in control, right? So they've had this bad experience with sativas in the past that they're, you know, obviously making them do paranoid. So all of the strains that I just mentioned are awesome to try. And then um, absolutely try that Chibichu CBD yeah. thing. The, um, Chibichu also has these Decadose things. Things. They're chews. They're like Tootsie Rolls that taste like ass. Oh my God, they're terrible. <laughs> but they get you high. Um, and they're small. They're that size. So it's not like you're choking down a turd-sized chocolate bar, you know? <sighs> That's rough. So it, it almost is like, uh, really? Um, <laughs> That's how I am. Are I'm edibles like... <laughs> necessary? Because they're so terrible. There are so many people that love edibles, and they probably hate me so much. Yeah, and they probably um, are used to edibles that don't taste like yeah, and because I <laughs> lawn think when you make your own and you're just making normal brownies, I think they just taste like brownies. Well, what I, about those yeah. cookies we made I, that one time? Yeah, what about those cookies I ate in the past that freaked me out? I those tasted like cookies. cookies. Yeah, yeah. So. But right, well, this, like, regulated shit with hella stuff in it. That's it, what it is. It can often taste like ass. Yeah. Bar. Grass ass. Yeah, people make suckers and stuff that are supposed to be delicious. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm, not, a, I'm not a fan. Next one. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is a good strain for anxiety? Okay. Anxiety sufferers, look for strains that have a little bit um, less THC in them rather than more. A lot of times that paranoid um, high that we associate with a sativa is actually like a high amount of THC. Some strains that I personally like for anxiety are Moonshine Haze, which is the one I call the mommy strain, the perfect mommy strain. Moonshine Haze, um, Amnesia Haze is good. Kind of anything with haze in it. <laughs> um, look at more indica dominant um, hybrids, especially for like daytime use. Granddaddy Perps works really well for me. Um, what else? That one Chibichu that was pure CBD. How did that work for you as far as anxiety? I don't, I mean, I feel like I should have eaten the whole thing and not done the halves because <clears throat> I never really got to the point where I was like, oh, this is bliss. It was just kind of like, oh, yeah. Well, I felt pretty good. I didn't feel like anxiety, but before that, there was nothing to make me feel anxiety. Right yeah, there. you weren't very anxious yeah. that day. Um, I like the Chibichu CBD things for, um, anxiety because you don't feel basically anything except kind of normal and balanced yeah. so it's literally like you took nothing but you feel healthy in your brain <laughs> in your brain <laughs> what are some other strains um this is for you though what do you mean like this is like what works for you right oh yeah i mean it's always very personal obviously um i think the main thing is finding that balance between for like a strain that gets rid of your anxiety but also has you functionable you know so that you're able to like get up and do stuff functionable functionable um tangerine kush try that for anxiety that's a good one 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like. I still like purple paralysis. Absolutely. I know. That's purple a, paralysis was amazing. That's for just me though. But for me, it made me so talkative that I feel like it might uh, make people jumpy. And I jittery. like it when you're talkative. I know. Um. All right. So I said, Moonshine Haze, Granddaddy Purple, Tangerine, Tangerine Kush, Blue Dream. Is a big big one and it's everywhere easy to find yeah. and easy to grow um and girl scout cookies I'll you say. like that one what about headband i thought you liked headband i do like headband but i you know i guess headband is a good one headband never makes me feel jumpy and it's very very uh functionable functionable <laughs> What about you used to like Moby Dick too? No, Moby Dick Dick is a hundred percent sativa. Oh, that is not for that's for advanced users. Well, it's not for somebody who's looking <clears throat> to not be anxious. Oh my god, <laughs> that's for someone who wants some anxiety so they can clean their shit like they're on crack yeah. or something. Oh wow. Okay, well, let's stay away from that. <laughs> that would not work out well for me. So yeah, I would say definitely stay away from anything. Um, super peppy for a while until you get a more um mature tolerance next i just started smoking for an anxiety and depression and i can't seem (coughs) to get used to the feeling how long does it practically take to get used to the feeling of being high like to the point where i can function normally it took me 18 months okay and how often would you smoke i smoked pretty regularly but i worked up to it like, in the very, very beginning, I was like, oh, I'm only going to smoke on the weekend. And then, um, I'm talking when we were in the apartment. Oh, my God, I know. And then, um, Jeez. yeah, like, I slowly would, like, add the evening when the kids went to bed, right? Like, on a school day and get good sleep and all of that. Um, and then over time, it would just be like, okay, now how about before dinner? And basically, there's this sort of, like, turning point for the stoner when you have almost like an aha moment because you use cannabis for the first time in a way that makes you feel like oh my god this is what people have been talking about i want to do everything stoned do you know what i mean yeah like that's the difference like all of a sudden you're like I want to go to the movie stoned. I want to drive stoned. I want to sit outside stoned. I want to take a shower stoned. I want to do all of this stuff stoned because when I'm stoned now, it just enhances real life, okay? Whereas it used to be before you turn that corner as a stoner, it's like, yeah, way more um, debilitating disorienting yeah disorienting is good with like periods of oh this is okay but they're very infrequent they are and um but like once you do kind of figure it out it's like oh i know one of i know my moment can i tell you my moment yeah tell me it. it was when we lived in the apartment okay and we came i flew back home from texas and i suddenly got a horrible stomach bug and like had to vomit. I was super nauseous. Right. And I had to take care of my kids and Abby, I was texting Abby. I was so miserable. I think you were coming home early to help me. And Abby was like, 
dude, smoke pot. And I was just like, no, I can't. I'm in charge of my kids. And she's like, you're puking and hiding in your bedroom wanting to die and you can't walk upright. Like, what are you doing for them right now? Like, honestly. And then I think you came home and I smoked weed. And then I was like, oh my God, I feel like not vomiting. And I was like, that's incredible incredible it's like it was made exactly for that purpose it it is made for that it is and so for me that was like a wow that was a case where like i was doing worse off for my children not getting high yeah you know what i mean and like it took abby i think she actually came over with sprite yeah and watched my girls yep you know and then you came home early Oh, that was terrible. And I was like, oh, I just couldn't believe it. How? And then since then, like, anytime I get, first of all, you guys know I smoke pot, like, all day, every day. But, like, when I get sick or a cold or a flu or whatever, I am constantly smoking pot. Constantly. It's, like, way better than any Tylenol for me. It, like, I get, when I have a cold, I get, like, major aches and pains in my hips and back and stuff. It takes care of all of that. Like, like it's not even happening. And, like, the only issue would be, like, when I have a cough sometimes. And then it's, like, unbearable to smoke weed. But a lot of times it's not. It's weird. I think it's cool. I like it that that helped you with that nausea. Yeah. So, anyway, give it longer than you think it should you should i think abby took like a year david is only now starting to like yeah like have moments where it's like oh this one this yeah. one works this is like good yeah i mean but yeah exactly i mean it does take a while so if you are truly using this for anxiety and depression um work on your tolerance which sounds weird like go smoke more weed but but that's what you're saying i think <laughs> yeah. you probably should <laughs> because you do want to get to that point where you're just a normal pothead that can basically do everything and nobody can ever tell that you're stoned which yeah i mean like is I think, how i am it's I think how you nailed it yeah. yeah it's exactly it, that it's like once you can get past the whole like the pot is can like you can't get past the disorienting effects yeah and finally, it's just like you've done it so much and you've got a tolerance enough against it. You can feel it in there, but you're like, it, you're, does, it doesn't bother me it's anymore. Not it's not like going to control me. Yeah, it's not like being super drunk or whatever. Yeah, and then you can focus on the good stuff. Exactly. Um, it's pretty cool. It is cool. So smoke pot, if it's making you feel like, ooh, I'm so stoned, I can't do shit, but I love it, then you need to be smoking more pot. Not more pot in one session, but more sessions in a week. And then once you become a stoner, you can kind of tell when you're smoking too much weed because, um, well, you'll probably be poor and you feel, um, you'll probably be poor. You might feel maybe depressed and less motivated. And that only happens for me. Like, I have to be smoking a metric fuck ton, like, for a month. And things have to be going not so great in my life. Right. Okay, next question. Since your husband grows, do the two of you grow bud-tailored for your depression? (laughs) David's too high. (laughs) I can't comprehend the English language anymore. Um, That's one of the awesomest things about growing is that you can tailor your medication just for you. And um, we've done that. But, I mean, the last, I'd say the last several 
harvests were all like strains that we specifically wanted because we were finally past the plant a bunch of stuff and let's see what makes it you know what i mean yeah and so um david got a bunch of like very classic and hard to find type strains that i wanted and so that was where northern lights came from Mm. um here in colorado because it's not very it's not everywhere Mm -mm. it's not easy to find and um what was the other one specifically um, white widow. Oh, oh, or a la- white no, because I see a white widow a lot. It was um, Alaskan thunderfuck, which I've literally bought like once in Colorado, and so yeah, we're growing that right. We're now. growing it, and Pineapple Express also. I, I mean, I have seen Pineapple Express, but that's those also is, another like. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a couple left. <laughs> So anyway, yes, we do that. And like David has a hard on for like pollinating his own plant and making an actual stoner mom strain. strain. We're going to do it. We're I mean, totally we're going to we're going to We want purple paralysis. Remember we talked about this, but we have to get one of the plants to ejaculate on the other plant or something I have horrible. Purple, I already have accidental <laughs> purple paralysis plants. Yeah. Well, what else? Purple paralysis and what? I don't know. Well, you were, I can tell you what we got, and then we can figure that out. But yeah, it's gonna. We're gonna get its ejaculation <laughs> from the boy plant, and we're gonna put it on. Here's the beauty beauty of creating your own strain. Let's say you have. Let's say you're gonna cross. Purple, Excuse my butane lighter. Yes. Let's say you're gonna cross purple paralysis with uh, white widow. Okay. Okay. Um, you would get some purple paralysis boy sperm on a paintbrush. Gross. And then, like, here's your white widow plant. Do you hear this, people? L- listen, and like, your white widow plant has many. We'll call they're vaginas. Called, they're called colas. Yeah, like the but stem. The stems that come off the plant, like in different sections, like branches. Yeah, but they're yeah. called colas. You can literally like take one cola and put like that uh, purple paralysis on your paintbrush. Paint the vaginas of the oh, dear on God. that one only. Yeah. And then the rest of the plant you can harvest for weed to smoke, and just that one will produce seeds. Isn't that cool? I don't believe that. I mean, yeah, doesn't it's it true. like? Tr- how will the other ones not get seeds? Because they aren't. You have to put. It has then to, how do you? The, how does the plant right next to it all of a sudden start having seeds? Do you know what I mean? The, when that happens? Yeah, because you. Okay. The the thing I think I didn't explain well is the boy plant. You have to remove it when it's a when a boy starts oh, growing. You get so it away from the girls because if those things using... blow up, all of them are pollinated. All of them. So if you take it into a different room and while they have these things, they're like pods. That come off. And they're dicks. Those are their balls. Oh my God. So those things bust open and then pollen goes into the air and pollinates the girls. <laughs> they bust a nut. So what you in gotta the air. So what you gotta do is before they explode open on their own, you take those little branches with the little pods and you tap them under like a paper bag and the pollen falls into the bag. And you do that on all of them. So you're so, you're so forced... it's called pollen. The boy makes pollen? Yeah. And the girl doesn't, huh? No. Well, the, nature's all backwards. You know that. <laughs> Next question. What are the basic supplies needed to start growing pot at home? So if the most basic is you're going to grow in the summertime, just like in your vegetable garden outside or whatever. Okay. 
you know, you're going to let the sun be your power source and you're going to literally get yourself some seeds and you're going to plant them in the earth. Basic supplies. You need a container and you need dirt and you need water. And the sun. And the power of the almighty sun in the summertime. In the summertime. That's the basics. Okay, so how about the basics inside? Basics. Just supplies. Uh, I would get a container to put soil in. You'll need soil. We're also going to pretend that this person does not have children and they don't give a shit where their plant is. Right. Okay. You need a container. You need soil. If you don't have the money to buy a grow tent, Mm -hmm. then you're going to do it in a closet or a dark room. Okay. Preferably in your... Because it needs a nighttime. Preferably, yeah. You have to pick a place that you can turn all lights off so it's really dark. Completely dark. Okay, so I suggest if you have a room in, an, maybe if you have an unfinished basement or something, you know, room. yeah, where you can shut a door and it's pitch black mm-hmm. and it's got drywall in there, which is already white, which is good. It reflects light. Hang a light from the ceiling over your plants. Okay, get a um, grow light. Just get a CFL light, put it over it. There you go. Where Done. do you buy CFL lights? I mean, at Home Depot. Uh, yeah, seriously. Go to Home Depot. Just get yourself big ass, yeah. um, bulbs. Or get a fluorescent light. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And then put it in a room. And here's the only thing you need to buy is a timer. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. If you don't have the capabilities in that room to, if I don't to anyway, auto on and off, then you got to turn it on every every day, day at dude. the same time. Leave it on for 16 hours, and then you got to go in there. You're iPhone, boop, boop, boop. oh, I got to go turn the lights off. You go downstairs and flip them off for flip four. Flip them off. Go flip them off. Go in there and be like, man. Yeah. Fuck you. And then you okay, turn sorry. them off. Then you turn them off for <laughs> eight. You turn them off for eight hours. And then that's it. And that simulates growth. Okay. So those are the basic supplies you need to start growing pot at home. That's it. Here's our last question, you guys. Where to buy seeds? I don't know. You got to answer. I'm going to answer this one. Okay. So... This is the universal truth for all of us, no matter what state you live in. It's yep. very difficult to buy seeds. Even here in Colorado, we talk about having seeds all the time, but that's because we grow. It, I was faced with the dilemma of trying to buy seeds, and a few dispensaries carry them, but they're uh-huh. very, very expensive. Uh-huh. So what you're going to probably do, if you don't have a friend who grows who can give you some, um, you're going to have to order them, okay? And you're going to have to order your seeds from Europe. That's the only downside is the payment options are limited. There you go. Yeah. So that's it. Look online. Um, another, oh, another thing. If you're living in a legal state, maybe join one of those seed trading groups. There's some on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. yeah. And then you can get your seeds that way. People <coughs> have it down when it comes to shipping. So yeah. you'll be educated fairly quickly so by whoever. The easiest possible thing to do is to like find other people if you're in colorado freaking everybody is growing pot (laughs) everybody has tried to grow pot at some point i guess so i mean just gotta be a little social and look for it yeah because i think that's i mean that just is the most painless way you know because yeah you're not dealing with um like transactions that have weird false names on your statements and like it's weird oh and also like international billing fees you know what i mean they come and they come randomly 
Yeah. And, and you may and, not and even your get your package. And your bank itself will like hit you with They'll it because it'll be like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Um, and yeah. So anyway. There was one other thing I was going to suggest. Oh, and also go to your dispensary if you're in a legal state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. They'll sell them to you. Ours will. Um, if you buddy up with them. Mm-hmm. Well, you make friends with everybody. Yeah. But I mean, like, I'm not because talking about... jeans to everybody. I'm, yeah. But I'm not talking about buying them from, like, a retail-driven... Like, uh, the place we go... Like, yeah, no, medical. You, they'll say, like, oh, well, here's our strain list. We'll sell you some of our seeds from our actual grow. Yeah. like Which is cool. And you, Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the best. But you obviously would need to use... Um, have a medical card yeah. if you were doing that. Yeah. All right, there you go. What's going on in Blaves Blow? <laughs> Dave's Grow. I love it. <laughs> Hi, baby. Hi, Dave. Um, so let me tell you what's going on in the grow. And Hi, Gardener Dave. Hello. In the soil tent. In the soil tent. We had we lost we lost one. We lost one of the oh, plants. Dear. That's okay. You know what? This is this I blame it on the high intense light trauma that I induced them all through to and and the super soil. So you know, hey, whatever. One of them died. I don't care. So it fried it, literally fried it to death. Oh, my God. But the strong ones that survived are producing massive amounts of weed to Sweet. make up for their fallen comrade. They can sense it. So the other ones are just like, I didn't realize this, but since I'm using a scrog, um, I guess I just haven't really looked closely. But a lot of the colas were laying on their sides. <coughs> So on top of the canopy, because they grow so big, they grow up and then they fall over. They flop. So I picked two up and they were the size of my hand. And I was like, oh my God. So um, <coughs> I put the, I attached those to bamboo shoots and stood them upright so they can get the power of the light. And man, they're looking beautiful. So we're going to harvest before, I don't know, probably before three weeks from now. Probably the week after next, I'll chop it all down. Um, in the hydro tent, there are they're looking amazing. I mean, they're like, I don't know, this is like week four or something, and they're like beautiful, big, beautiful plants. And that's pretty much it. I do have some experiments happening outside, but um, I'm really just germinating seeds at this point. And the sun is the best for that, and they all just popped right up so happily. So that's pretty much it. That's what's going on. Not very exciting this week. Cool. The end. <laughs> <laughs>Did we get any five-star reviews? You know what? What? We got two. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. No, we did, and they're short and sweet, and I'm going to read them to you right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. The first five-star review is by Lisa Gal. Okay, and she, Lisa says, thumbs up. That's the 
title, and she says, very informative and fun. Well, thank you, Lisa. Thank for the five you. Star I hope, yeah, Lisa got all this. That helps, man. Thank it you does. very much. And then we got another one. Um, Holy moly. This one's by Katibs. Katibs. K-T-I-V-S. <laughs> the title is Love Your Show, Guys. Please don't stop. I love listening to your podcast while taking a walk. Well, that's nice. That's a long-ass walk. I know. That made me laugh. I was like, (laughs) damn, this chick's walking. Or man, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) But thank you, Katoos. Don't you guys like how I assume everyone's a female? Yeah, I guess I do. I mean, I really do. Well, there. Thank you, five-star view reviewers. It makes me a little teary-eyed. It's so sweet. Thank you. It is sweet. Check it out. Thank you. And check out that Game of Thrones podcast here if you want. Oh, yeah. If you guys uh, watch Game of Thrones, we have a Game of Thrones podcast called Game of Stoned, and it's funny. Yeah. Sort of, I guess. I maybe. think it's funny. <laughs> we're, we're caught up with... We're, I mean, we haven't okay, done all okay. of them. All right, all right. Check all right. it out. It's awesome. Um, so we are taking a small hiatus. Yeah. Because it's the end of season two. two. We've done 23 episodes, so I think... Have we really? No. It's, it, I'm, it inclu- I'm including Growcast. Yeah. So I think we did t- 10 Yeah, that's 12. Sounds, we did 10 because I think we started on 13. So n- there it is. <laughs> okay. So yeah, we will be back Um, actually pretty soon, June 22nd. Yeah. Look for us. We'll be back with the same old shit. Yeah, we'll be right back. It's nothing, really. In the meantime, you can, uh, you know, listen to the old ones. Yeah, they're funny. And um, check us out on other things like stonermom.com. The stonermom.com, sorry. Until next time, stay safe and responsible with your cannabis use. And um, smoke weed every day. We will see you guys June 22nd. Thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.